0: 21018, Committee at the Whole Meeting, Thursday, April 29th, 2021. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Councilor Bears? Present.
1: Councilor Falco? Present. Vice President Knight? I don't see Vice President Knight either. Councilor Marks? Present.
0: Councilor Morrell?
1: Present. Councilor Scarpelli? Uh,
0: I don't think he'll be join. He's going to try to join at a later time. He's having uh, some issues with his mother okay the president of carriello uh present five in the affirmative two absent uh pursuant to governor baker's march 12 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law chapter 38 section 18 of the governor's march 15 2020 order imposing strict number strict limitation on the number of people that may gather in place this meeting of the method city council committee of the whole will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible specific information in the general guidelines Remote participation by members of the public and applies the right and a requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City Medford website at www.medford.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting they may do so by accessing the meeting link contained here. And no in-person attendance of members of the public will be committed, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event we are unable to do so, despite efforts, we will go from the City of Medford or Medford Community Media website, an audio or video recording transcript or other comprehensive uh, record of the scene as soon as possible after the meeting. Okay. Hey. Uh, so, Mr. President, I
1: have news for you. Your, Mr. President, I have news for you. Your audio is fine, but your video is gone. All right, oh, back. now it's back. All right.
0: All right. That's why I get the camera. All right. purpose of, the purpose of this meeting is to discuss Council Paper 21018, Amendments to the Revised Ordinance, entitled Personnel Article 2, Classification Compensation Plan, Section 66-3, entitled Officers Employees, Non-Union, to Add New Positions, Director of Economic Development, Director of, Di- of Diversity and Human Resources. The Council has invited Chief of Staff David Rodriguez, uh C-Coson Kimberly Scanlon, Finance and direct, Director, at least an to attend the meeting. For further aids and accommodations, contact the clerk at 781 393 2425. So, this is a continuation of the meeting we had last week, in which we asked for an opinion um, uh, from the city of Saliska. And I will read into the record what she has sent us. So, um, it says Dear Mr. Herdebees, you asked me the following two questions from Uh, The the Council Vice President Knight and from the second from Councilor Falcon. They are, one, does the city administration have the authority to compensate employees outside of established salary ranges in the CAF ordinance? And her answer was, it is my opinion that the city administration does not have the authority to compensate employees outside of the established salary ranges in the CAF ordinance without the approval of the city council. The reason in support of my opinion is that the city of medford's classification and compensation plan containing all categories is set forth in the revised ordinances of the city of medford therefore since the the classification compensation plan is part of our revised ordinances and since all ordinances must be passed by the by the city council before they they are included in the revised ordinances. The city administration does not have the authority to compensate employees outside of the established salary ranges in the CAF ordinance without the approval of the Memphis City Council. Uh, question two was, does the administration, does the city administration have the authority as to whether or not the de- Director of Diversity and numerous can be paid from a CAF 19 if the city council has not approved that position to be a CAF 19? Before I render an opinion in response to the question, I respectfully request that you either confirm with me uh, that one, the administration has previously requested that the city council approve an amendment to classification and and compensation plan to include the director of diversity and human resources at, at CAF 19 and the city council voted to deny the request of the administration or two, the administration never filed a request to the City Council to approve the amendment to the Classification and Compensation Plan to include the the Director of Diversity and Human Resources at CAF 19. The reason I am asking you to provide me with this answer is that your question state, if the City Council has not approved the position to be at CAF 19, the use of the word if indicates uncertainty as to whether the Council has or had not approved the request for the amendment to the Classification and Compensation Plan. As you know, I am reluctant to answer questions, uh, answer hypothetical questions, since definitive uh, opinions require definitive facts. This is uh, respect, respectfully submitted, Kimberly M. Scan City Solicitor. So we have uh, we have the opinion from the solicitor. Um, so, as we left off last week, uh, uh, we were at the point where. Uh, so we so we have the answers that uh, the city council has not, uh, as far as I know, um, established uh, question number one. Are we agreement with that?
2: I believe so. We have not approved this position to be in cap
0: nineteen. Okay, that that that, that is what I thought. Um,
2: so therefore, if I'm correct, this person that's in Cap 19 is being paid Cap 19 salary when that position has never been approved to be in Cap 19. That is correct.
3: And, and to clarify, we never, we did not deny it. We just, it has not been approved.
2: That is correct.
0: Yep, that is correct. correct. Yep, and yeah, to make sure we're all
2: on the same page. So, yeah. right.
0: same so uh, page. I think I think we're all on the same page on that. Uh, so the first question is a. Um,
2: I believe, uh, Mr. President, I believe uh, the uh, chief of staff did have his hand raised. If- okay, uh, uh, Mr. Rodriguez.
0: Uh, Adam, if you could uh,
4: uh, unmute the, uh, the the chief. Yeah, he can't unmute himself, but he got me. Okay, uh, Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Councillor Falco, for seeing my hand raised. Uh, I was also in receipt of the, the opinion from Solicitor Scanlon. Um, I, I did have some clarifying questions that I did have for the solicitor regarding that opinion. Um, I think that, that it is uh, a little overly broad and ambiguous uh, for the questions that that need to be answered. Uh, so I did send over a number of questions to her earlier today uh, that, that sought some clarification and a request for further guidance on this topic. Uh, that, that does seek to kind of drill down a little bit as to what I think we're we're all wondering and what we're asking for. Uh, so, so she is in receipt of that. She, she didn't formulate it earlier today that she wasn't able to turn around that request uh, in a couple hours, which I, I'm not shocked. It was, it was, a, it was a, a couple of lengthy questions uh, that I was asking for. Um, but I, I, I will note that, I, that the administration, I, we did take a look a very close look at this after, after the meeting uh, we, we have, we do monitor these issues pretty, pretty closely. We feel we are on extremely firm legal ground on any actions that we've taken thus far. Um, we hope that the council will validate the decisions that were made within the budget uh through this and that we requested back in january
0: uh, if we um if we do not have the questions that you have asked uh for the solicitor then i would think that um uh that if this meeting uh is uh will be fruitless am i do, do we agree with that unless we have the questions that you submitted should we wait until uh, the solicitor gives us her opinion on the questions that you asked i, I would like to mr president yes council falcon if,
2: if i may i know that the uh, that the everyone is well aware of the questions that we asked um you know i, I think you know uh, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice if the uh, chief of staff could share the questions that he asked of the city solicitor i think it's only right um you know mm-hmm. is that something that you could state to us because i i, I mean i feel my, I'm not an attorney, but in my understanding of the law, and in, the, in my understanding of the responsibilities of the Medford City Council, are that, you know, we need to make sure that this is approved before, that, that this this that this position, you know, that you requested to be in Cap 19, or that the administration requested to be in Cap 19, needs to be approved by the Medford City Council before this person can get paid Cap 19 salary. And from well, from what I'm understanding, it that never happened. We never approved it. And this person's still being paid. I
0: would tend to agree with-, uh, with well, our- I, I, would,
4: I would respectfully disagree with that. Um, in the sense that, and, and I disagree with the interpretation of the opinion on um, the sense that, that that the individual is not being paid outside of the salary scale. He is being paid at a CAF-19 right now, the, the established salary scale. Um, and it is our very firm, we do, like I said, I think we are on very firm legal footing uh, in creating the position and asking within the last budget that was passed by the city council, the money was appropriated. Uh, we are looking for this to codify that budget appropriation within the personnel ordinance that is consistent with best practice, that is consistent with past practice, uh, consistent with the law, consistent with the charter, consistent with statute, um, and consistent with Massachusetts jurisprudence. So we, we feel we're a very, very solid
2: footing on that. So do we not approve caps anymore? Do we not approve? So why did you even put it before us?
4: We were. We, this was a housekeeping matter. This happens all the time. This is a housekeeping matter that, that came after the approval of the budget.
2: Uh, I, I'm in complete disagreement with you because every position, since I've been on the council, there have been a number of positions that have come before us. We've had to approve the positions in, in the caps that they're assigned to. So this is, I completely disagree, respectfully disagree with you, uh, mm-hmm. Chief of Staff Rodriguez, I, yeah, I don't you know, sure if one of the councils that's been on longer than me might want to comment on what's happened before that, but we've always had to approve anything that's come before us.
0: Uh, Councilor Merlo has your hand up.
3: Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, yeah, if I could throw you to the chief of staff, I, I get what you're saying about the order of events, but if this was like a, a housekeeping intention, why wasn't it done immediately after the budget? Why is it coming before us almost a year later? I guess is the question.
4: Well, they were acting, uh, Neil was acting at that point, that person uh, was acting until we decided to formalize that position and make him the permanent. Um, and like I said at the in, the introduction to the um, the piece back in January, um, there was just an oversight on my part as part of the uh, the economic development position. So that was the reason for these the, the justification for those two.
3: But in the acting role, he was getting paid at the CAF 19?
4: Correct, as was budgeted.
3: So does that, I mean, I guess to the solicitor, did do the acting roles have a different realm of um, approvals than actual roles as far as this?
5: Are you referring to whether or not a CAF
3: Um, You're cutting out, but I'll rephrase my question. I guess my question is, would the same wouldn't, uh, could you tell me if the same CAF approval process should be enacted for an acting role um, as well as a regular permanent role. I
2: think I you,
6: you may need to move your phone closer to you. We're having a hard time hearing you. Sorry.
5: Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just, again, I just want to make sure I understand. So it, it, with respect to the calf position, if you're in an acting position, I suppose it would be The only way I can just compare it is with my own position. So it, it, I was in act, I'm acting city solicitor, right. Um, but I was still being paid within the, the calf of a city solicitor.
3: Okay. And that would have to go through the same approval by the council as an acting role as the same as a a permanent role or whatever the full-time regular
5: Well, it depends upon what CAF you're being placed into, right? So the city solicitor position is already in place within the CAF. Right. Okay. Okay. uh,
0: If I can have a point of information, I I think the question is, um, we've combined two positions into one, which is, which is the issue. Not, not so much the CAF, but uh, we we, we have not approved the position of uh, diversity and, and, um, and uh, human resources as, as one job. Uh, Okay, Uh, Councilor Merle, are you finished?
3: Yeah, yes, thanks for that clarity.
0: Councilor Biss.
6: Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, My question is for the solicitor as well. Um, When you state, it is my opinion that the city administration does not have the authority to compensate employees outside of the established salary ranges in the CAF ordinance without the approval of the Medford City Council, does that mean that the city administration could not set a discretionary amount of salary for any position? Or do you mean? Basically, I can read that two ways. I can read it that as long as the person is being paid within the calf structure, then it's fun. Then the administration could pay any position in any calf. I could also read it as the position must be paid within the calf in which it's assigned. Because, and I think that may be the wording of our question. Um, Do do you get the the distinction that I'm drawing?
0: you're muted.
5: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I do. I, I And I think that's the problem with uh, the way the questions are worded, right? Because you could see it, it's room, at least room for interpretation. I answered the question based upon how it was presented to me. Having said that, uh, are there any other positions that that, that aren't within the CAF system? I suppose there are, but I really cannot answer that without looking deeper into that. Because as you know, I I, I can't answer hypothetical questions without more facts involved.
6: Right. I guess, and feel free to not answer it. If you, if you think it's, it's a question you need more time to think on, but um, I guess my question is if a person is being paid, if a, posi- a person is in a position of being paid at a CAF, so maybe we haven't approved the position to be at CAF 19, but they're being paid at the legal requirements of CAF 19. Is that what you, is that what you mean by paid within outside of an established salary range or does outside of an established salary range mean an amount that is not consistent with the CAF?
5: Yeah, I I need a little bit more time to think on that one.
2: Okay. Mr. President, if I may, if the position in question, which is the diversity inclusion and human resources position that the administration wants to merge together, The diversity and inclusion uh, person is being paid at CAF 13 currently. The recommendation is that from the administration is that they merge that position with human resources it paid under CAF 19. That was never approved by the council, but the administration decided to pay him at CAF 19 without city council approval. Is that something that can the city can the city administration do that? That's the question. Can I can you Is
5: that, is that directed to me?
2: <laughs> that's directed to you. I'm sorry.
5: No, that's okay. Well, as you know, um, when, whenever the when the classification system is part of the ordinances. So if you're going to reclass somebody, generally, yes, you would need approval by the city council, according to the ordinances and the way they are written.
2: In that okay, thank you. In the way I, I interpret that is we have not approved that. So this person should not be being paid at cap 19. If it did not get city council approval. That's, that's, that's where I am.
7: And
5: that's really why I couldn't answer the second question because it, it, it required very specific facts, which I didn't have yet. So yeah.
2: and, and I understand that. And, and I thank you for answering it the way <laughs> you It's so right. I just gave you the facts. So and thank you for your response. Um, but to me, I mean, we never approved for this position to go into CAF-19. So I don't know how this person is getting paid a CAF-19 salary, but it was never approved. Which leads my, me to my next question, which would probably be, how did that actually happen? Does, that, does the administration go down a payroll and say, this gets bumped up to CAF-19? I and mean, is that I'm not sure Dave or, or Alicia, if you'd be able to comment on that.
4: So from our position, it was approved. It was approved within the budget. And that's, we, we, we follow the budget and that appropriation. So that's, that's, that's where our footing is.
2: And that, and that makes no sense to me, but thank you. It
4: makes, it, it, and, I, and I respectfully disagree with you. With, with I that respectfully
2: position. disagree with you. That Because that, that means that, that, means that if, if any position wants to change cash, then what you're telling me is that you should be able to do whatever you want to do. And the city council should not be consulted whatsoever. That's what I'm getting from
4: you. Well, you are consulted. You're consulted through the budget process.
2: So that means we. So that's that the consultation. We, we take one vote at the end of the year, and that's it. We should just not even come back. <laughs> I mean, like you
4: no. Know, but the admin, management and administrative rights are vested within the chief executive, within the mayor. I, she can assign duties and responsibilities across I, duties, and responsibilities, various personnel across the administration. She's able to do that. That's what, well within her authority to do that.
0: Okay, so
4: uh,
0: Council Mox.
8: Uh, th- thank you, Mr. President. Uh, to, to me, this is a, a clear issue. Um, it's not a muddy issue at all. Um, the council requested a legal opinion from the chief legal officer of the city. The chief legal officer came back with her opinion. And it was a clear opinion regarding whether or not that position exists within CAF 19. Now, if the city administration wants to dispute it, that's uh, they could dispute it till the cows come home. That is the chief legal opinion of the community as it exists right now. If the uh, mayor's office wants to undermine the process in this community for legal opinions and go outside of the realm of our own legal counsel, They can do so if that's how they choose to operate, Mr. President. But it's clear to me that this position was not approved under a CAF 19, this combined position, and to pay someone out of their CAF, according to the city solicitor's opinion, which I agree, uh, is not uh, legal, Mr. President. It's not legal to do. Now, if the city administration wants to, you know, uh, dispute that, So be it, we can't stop them from doing that. But clearly, Mr. President, we don't establish CAFs within a budget. That's never how it's worked as a member of the city council. You know, this is a new administration that have been around for about 16, 17 months. The mayor uh, who was on the council would recall over the last 20 years, it's always been the authority of this council to approve CAF positions. Now the funding in the budget has nothing to do with an approved CAF position set forth by ordinance. You can put any funding you want. Let's put funding in for the chief of staff and give him a $350,000 raise. We can get that in the budget easy. They create the budget. I support that, by the way. So the, the of- <laughs> so the chief of staff could put in a giant raise for himself with no other approval. That doesn't sound like good government to me, and that's not the way our city ordinances read. So, you know, whether they want to dispute it or not, I'm comfortable with the legal opinion from our chief legal officer acting in that capacity. And I'm comfortable with that, Mr. President. And I, I think we need to get some more answers uh, regarding this uh, why it took place, how it took place, when it took place, Mr. President, how much money has been paid out over the uh, original calf amount from calf 13 over the period of time, and so forth. So, I think we need more answers rather than a dispute. On a legal opinion by our chief legal officer, I think that's muddying the waters. I would rather hear why and how this happened, so it doesn't happen again, Mr. President. We need to correct this immediately because that's not how uh, the city government's supposed to operate. Thank you.
0: Thank God, Well, I, I I think maybe maybe we're putting the the cart a little bit before the horse here. Um, is maybe we should we we should be discussing the uh, merging of the two positions first, and then discuss Maybe the calf. Am, am, uh, am I incorrect with that? Because I say that, that, that this uh, this this dual position has never has never been approved, and I know there's some, there's some uh, discussion on whether the council wants to to merge these two positions together. Am I, uh, am I again? I, I I think that I think that's part part of the problem too. Council all you had your hand up.
3: I did. Thank you. I I mean, I I definitely agree with um, Councilor Marks asking more questions and then what you were just saying, but I'm just curious um, if the city solicitor could speak to it. What is the resolution? You know, if we I know we're at odds with the administration as far as agreeing whether this is, you know, something that should have happened or not. But what is the resolution if per the city solicitor's decision? This is something that shouldn't have happened. uh, Where do we go from
5: there? Jim. Well, I would just remind the council that the the... Are you breaking up a little bit? Can you hear me now? Yeah. So I guess that would depend upon, my response would depend upon whether or not the the actual resolution set forth um, that was provided to you in January, I believe, is actually approved or denied. Right now it hasn't been acted upon.
0: You are correct. So, uh well and like I say well the question is do we want to approve the uh, the, the position of, di- of director of diversity and, and human resources so that's the forget, forget about how much how much they're going to be paid do we want to approve that position so that's uh, I mean that, I think that's the first question we should answer Before we figure out how much they're going to be paid, but do we want that? Do we want that position created,
2: Mr. Mr. President? If if I may, I guess my question would be: They've decided to already pay this person the money without even really getting the approval that that I personally think it requires. So therefore, so therefore, we haven't even made a decision. To me, it seems like they don't even want a decision from us. They're just going to pay this person to do this role, and that's it. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it just it seems like um, the administration has made a decision. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't really think they. To, to me, it just seems like. You know, in this, you know, that they, they really don't care whether we approve it or not. They've decided to move forward with it, merge it, and pay it. Council Knight.
0: Council Knight. Mr. Clerk, if you can, uh, uh, Council Knight has joined the meeting, give him mark mocking present and unmute him.
9: Mr. President, thank you very much. Um, in response to your question, I think it's important that we refer back to our meetings that we've had relative to council priorities. And I um, mean, looking at what our council priorities were, um, I believe that two of them were to have a standalone diversity director and also a standalone um, director of energy and environment. Um, you know, so historically, um, from a position of consistency, I think the council's already answered that question.
0: And I, and I say I, I'm with Councilor Knight. I I, I have an I, I have an issue uh, merging those two positions together. I think I think the com- community has spoken loud and clear, clear that they want a full time director of uh, of diversity. And um, and again, then even as far as human resources, human resources has become a, a major position in every company now with uh, with with the change with the changing things here. Um, Uh, And again, even if even if the the solicitor says there's no uh, conflict of interest, I think the appearance of a conflict of interest is uh, is is an issue also.
4: Mr. President, I'm happy to respond from the from the operational side as to how as to how the choice was made and why. Um, to, to kind of in response, HR became a major position in every major organization probably 30 years ago. Uh, so we are playing from behind in a great way. Uh, we are very fortunate to have uh, an incumbent individual who's able to perform those duties. And it is innovative and it is working very well. Um, I can't say that we are getting a great result from, from, the, from, having the, from viewing human resources almost exclusively through the prism of diversity. Um, we are looking at diversifying because because the message that we're receiving from the public is that we need to diversify our, our workforce, our policies, our benefits, and our procedures. And putting an individual like this and combining those individuals and putting our money where our mouth is is such a powerful way to do that because it puts him right at it. He's doing it through civil service. He's doing it through the creation of a new personnel manual. He's doing it through the creation through investigations. To regular employee investigations that he might not normally be involved in, um, this is working and it's working very well
0: for, for more worse Well, is it is it the diversity director, the person who handles the complaints, and 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 again, so the diversity director is now the judge and the jury. It depends on the complaint. Again, I I just think I think it's it's I think it's a conflict of interest, even if even that uh, even if the it, uh, if it's not, it's a, it's a It has a a, very clear uh, appearance of a conflict of interest. Councilor Knight. Councilor Knight, do you have your hand
9: up? Yes, um, Mr. President. I think it's also important to point out that uh, historically the city of Medford has always had a director of budget and personnel. And it wasn't until very recently that we've adopted a new model, this chief of staff model, but, um, you know, for, I can't tell you how many number of years we had Richard Lee as the director of budget and personnel, um, when we changed our former government. So, you know, from an administrative standpoint, we've always had, uh, some sort of chief administrative officer that was coming out of the administration that was responsible for budget and personnel, uh, functions. Uh, this position chief of staff is really a new position that we haven't really seen, um, until recent years, um, you know, And, you know, if we're looking at merging functions, you know, I think it would be interesting to look at this organizational chart that that we'd like to see um, and look at what the annual salaries are for the incumbents in these positions and see if when we're merging these positions, we can do so in a way that would uh, create cost savings versus cost expenditures, Um, you know. We have an economic development director and we have a position of community development. We've never had an economic development director before. Maybe the idea would be to consolidate those two positions as opposed to consolidating the position of energy and environment and community development. Um, So those are just some ideas that I think that it's important that the council kicks around and probably vets before we uh, move forward any further. Um, This coupled with the financial questions that we have uh, surrounding the appropriations that have been made in the uh, the, the payments that have been made uh, in terms of salary I think um warrant for the discussion as well and I agree with my council politics.
3: Thank you Mr. President I, and I, I hear what the the chief of staff is saying but my issue is that if you know both HR and diversity are both very important positions which I agree I think having one person do both jobs defeats the purpose of having the the value um, we assigned to both those positions. I think this would be a different discussion if we had a fully built out HR department or we had a fully built out diversity department. We don't, this is a department of one and a half people and now they're doing, you know, three, four jobs. And I just don't know how we can say this is where our values lie, yet we're having someone wear two hats of two of the most important jobs in the city.
0: Thank you, Councilor And um, like I can say, I, I think, uh, Councilor is right? We have uh, we have too few people wearing too many hats, in in this in this administration, and not just you know, that's a, and
2: that's and that's a problem. Council Falco. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, and, and I also agree with my colleagues as well. I think um, you know in the past, uh, you know, what I've seen is Council Knight had mentioned the budget personnel person, um, you know, also you know had that personal or HR role and I know in the last administration it was the I um, uh, think chief of staff in was also uh, kind of a shared the HR role as well I think you know having the diversity person share the HR role i I think that in my, I, I think it creates potential issues and um, so I, I I really have uh Uh, issues merging those two positions and I I think they should be individual departments, individual uh, uh, um, people and uh, yeah look now at our community I mean diversity you know and inclusion and that should be one person on its own. I mentioned before in previous meetings about the metrics in our community and about you know how many thousands of kids we have in our school system and really on the school side no one specifically owns diversity and inclusion. I think it's just a responsibility of someone of an assistant principal's job. And you know someone needs to own that position and there should hopefully be people under that eventually as far as you know having a department on its own and someone should be coming up with progr- programming for that department on an ongoing basis that is shared throughout the community. So I, I, I really feel that those should be two separate individual departments.
0: Thank you. Uh, um, well, the chair waits uh, some direction here on where we want to go with this. <clears throat> Councilor Bears.
6: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I actually have not entirely a side question, but I, I am wondering, <coughs> one, has the administration reviewed the cap, uh, classification and compensation plan generally? Uh, Looking at positions that are missing from that plan or, um, you know, have you done a total review of that plan and, you know, is there any discussion of submitting, you know, a series of amendments or a a bulk amendment to address, you know, I, I, when I look at the the classification and compensation plan, there are positions that just aren't in there. So, um, you know, you said this is a housekeeping issue. Are you keeping the whole house or just these two positions? Uh, What's the, what's the thought there?
4: We are doing the best we can uh, when we can, uh, so we we are we are trying to move forward. Do I think the CAF is complete in an accurate, in a totally comprehensive, accurate reflection of the the totality of every personnel inside the administration? No, I don't. Um, I think it is a vestige from a form of from an old form of government that was included with the ordinance um, and that has not been kept up uh, over a very long time. Uh, so it's not this administration or the last one or the one before that or the one before that. It's it's something that has historically not been upkept um, to accurately reflect the needs uh, of the administration. So I do, I think it needs a stem to stern, does it need an audit? I don't know, does it need, uh, do we need to do, do a, a full reflection of it? We can, um, but we are, it is one of those things that's on the list to try to do.
6: Yeah, and I and understood. Um, you know, personally, I think we could spin our wheels on this. I tend to agree with my fellow counselors that if positions are created, they need to be approved by the council and placed in the CAF as our current ordinance exists. So I, I agree with that. Um, I actually have a question, I think maybe for the clerk, and I apologize if it's a little off topic, um, but uh, Mr. Clerk, if, if you could, at some point, the classification and compensation plan stopped being included within the city ordinances on muni code. Um, I think that decision may have happened before you were the clerk, but I was just wondering if you had any information as to why the current uh, classification and compensation plan can't be read on, on the city's muni code online.
1: Uh, Council bears a couple of things. First, this is the very first time I'm hearing your question. So I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to take a look at this. It's it's literally the first time I've heard it. Um, I do know that every time the, in my, in my time as clerk, which is only about two and a half years, every time the council has approved uh, an amendment to the personnel ordinance. Uh, there has been a an actual paper copy that has gone into the book of ordinances. So I I, I need to I, I need to check with you. Uh, I I need to check to find out the answer to, to, to your to your larger question. But I can tell you that there are paper copies <laughs> of everything that's been passed since I've been clerk.
6: Yeah, thank, yes and, and that's what it says on the website. It says if you'd like to review a copy of this, you can come to City Hall and ask for the paper record. Um, it looks like that change happened sometime in twenty seventeen. I only raise this to say that I think in general, we, we need to do due diligence and make sure that the classification and compensation plan and the ordinances uh, does reflect um, the reality that we are living in. So, um, but again, I want to say I agree with my fellow counselors on the principle of the issue.
0: So if I understand, so the issue is uh, the administration says uh, that they have the authority to do that in the, the solicitor uh says no they don't so um, well,
4: to, to be clear mr president i don't think that's what the uh, the reason i sent the clarifying questions which have been forwarded to which know been those to,
0: clarifying questions
4: are. which have been forwarded to the council through email during the meeting i, I did it while i was sitting here you have those now um, that's why i was there i don't think the opinion is clear as to that point uh so i did ask those clarifying questions within that within that opinion and i wait for it.
0: Uh, where did you, who did you send them to? Who did you send those questions to? To so us?
4: I sent it to both. I sent it to the solicitor early this afternoon. I sent it to the council during this meeting.
0: I, I don't have it in, in, in my, in my. Uh, okay, I, I have no. Well, again, but how, how do you, let me see. Let me see if I can read them to you. And I, I got,
1: I got, and I, I just checked my email. Now I got an email about 20 minutes ago, 22 minutes ago. So I, I have something
0: I can forward to the council as well.
6: Okay. Mr. President, Councilor Knight has his
0: hand up. Uh, Councilor Knight. Councilor Knight. Mr. Clerk, can you un- unmute
1: Councilor
9: Knight? Uh, yep. I fell off the call earlier. I'm just muted. I'm sorry, Mr. President. Um, Mr. President, by this rationale that's being brought forth that because it's in the budget, that is the classification of compensation that can be paid. In essence, the Medford City Council could move through the budget to reduce the mayor's salary to zero and pass it. We can't do that. So the same would be true for the inverse. Giving somebody a raise outside the classification. You know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think this is something that's above and beyond being remedied um, unless there is no willingness to remedy it. Um, but with that being said, just by the rationale of saying because it was in the budget makes it legit, I don't, I don't think it's the case because overall the budget presentation, what we're approving is ordinary expenses and personnel expenses. Um, the breakdown per each department is merely just a snapshot in time as to what a perfect world would be. And we always see come close of the fiscal year, we do millions of dollars worth of end of the year transfers from one account to another account and from another account to another account to make up for certain expenditures that came up in a department that weren't outlined in the budget or expenditures that went above and beyond what were outlined in the budget. Um, So with that being said, Mr. President, these CAFs are put in place uh, to provide a significant check and balance on the fiduciary responsibility of the administration to the taxpayer. Um, so I leave it at that. Thank you very much.
0: Well, it, we seem to be at a, a, a stalemate here, as Councillor Knight has mentioned. And, um, and, it, and until we have questions to what the um, chief of staff has asked, um, I don't know. Mr.
8: President. Mr. President.
0: Councilor Max. Councilor Max.
8: With with all due respect, I'm not interested in what the chief of staff asked for questions regarding the city solicitors opinion. I'm not interested, to be honest with you. The question that we asked the city solicitor, the first question, she was able to give an illegal opinion on it and responded. If the city administration wants to usurp the chief legal officer in this community, um, Mr. President, that's their prerogative if they want to do uh, other research and usurp that. As far as I'm concerned, the city administration is currently on notice that they are paying someone out of their calf. So they are currently on notice right now. If they continue to do so, Mr. President, they will have to ultimately answer to that, to not only to the council, but to the taxpayers of this community. So ultimately, that's where this is going to flow, Mr. President. I'm not interested in what questions were asked. There are many other times that this council has taken the opinion of the uh, city solicitor that uh, that wasn't in favor of what the council may have been looking for. And you didn't hear a dispute. You didn't see this city council go outside of the city solicitor, who's our chief legal officer, Mr. President. You didn't see them bring in outside legal counsel, Mr. President and I did say that, outside legal counsel to challenge our own city solicitor, Mr. President. And I don't think that should be happening, to be quite honest with you. And it makes me very upset to know that that's happening, Mr. President. So, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm ready and prepared to take a vote on this now, uh, these positions, Mr. President. There's been no willingness for this administration to sit down and have a discussion other than to force feed us what they want to do. And if that's what, how they want to do business, then so be it. I'm prepared to take a vote tonight. Right. I don't need to look at other questions that were offered. That's muddy in the water. That's muddy in the water, and I'm not prepared to go down that avenue. If they want to, if they want to approach that avenue, let the city administration
6: approach that.
4: Hey, welcome, Chair. awaits a motion, Mr. I'm President. Gonna- if I could just clarify, just respond, if possible,
0: Mr. Chief of Staff.
4: Yeah, no one's looking to usurp anything from anybody. Not from not from the council and not certainly not from the solicitor. There are questions related to our opinion. They're clarifying questions on our request for guidance. That's all. And I think that's that's completely in bounds. That is completely, and if there are questions that relate to any opinion or anything that, that comes out of any office, responding to them in kind in an appropriate way to ask, can you please clarify this based on these facts or based upon this, this information? Can you please do that? That's a completely reasonable thing to do. No one's looking to right usurp anything
8: from anybody. You have every right to, but it has no
4: bearing on my decision. You have every right to do that, Mr. Chief
8: of Staff, but it has zero bearing on my decision. Zero. Because as far as I'm concerned, the legal opinion has been issued.
2: And if I may, Council President, uh, I agree with Councilor of Marks. The, the, uh, the, the legal opinion has been issued by his, our city solicitor. Um, I, 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 I honor that opinion I, and I thank her for the opinion. And um, you know, I I, 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 share the, I share the same thoughts as, as my council colleague. Um, I I don't need any more information than the information I already have. I I'm ready. Uh,
0: well, uh, Councilor Bis.
6: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I for one, the, the questions that I would like to see answered actually that would have bearing on my decision are those I believe asked by Councilor Morrell, which is what are the consequences uh, of approval or denial. Um, that I would have a bearing on my opinion. I don't believe that's a question that was asked by the uh, city administration to the solicitor. Um, so I just I would like to know what happens. Uh, you know, are we asking the person in this position to pay back the city for months of work that was done? Um, I think that's a significant uh, consequence that I would want to know what would be happening before I would take a vote. Okay, well,
8: Mr. President, just if I could, come from us, and I appreciate that question. Believe me. But our decision is not based on whether or not the city administration overstepped their boundary and started to pay an employee outside their CAF. That's not our decision. Our decision is whether or not we want to merge these two positions and create a new position within CAF 19. All the other ramifications of paying someone outside the CAF is really outside of the responsibility of the council. That's the administration's decision, and they've already made that decision. So to me, that really has no bearing. Uh, the bearing be what's before us right now is: Do we want to merge these two positions and put them in calf nineteen? The city administration is going to have to figure out why they paid someone for many months over their calf, and and take their decision and and go with it. So so I'm not, I'm not sure we need to wait to, you know, see how our our response impacts someone that's being paid out of a calf that had no. Uh, that had no uh, input from us zero we, we didn't ask that to happen we didn't ask the uh, that that position to be paid extra we didn't ask any of that so uh, i'm not sure we have to wait for a response for that I, I appreciate the question i just don't think we need to wait for a response yeah. well
0: well can we uh, at least approve the director of economic developments
2: council Knight has his hand raised uh,
0: council night
9: Um, Yes, Mr. President, um, it's my thought that if the administration doesn't feel as though it's necessary for us to approve these positions, then uh, I am a little bit confused as to why we're here having these meetings and being asked to, number one. Um, Number two, I do believe at the last meeting, um, we did move to approve, uh, I made a motion to approve. the. report out favorably, the position of economic development director. Um, so, uh, with that being said, I just wanted to, uh, you know, second uh, your your thoughts on that, uh, reporting that position out favorably. Um, however, based on what I'm hearing, you know, the economic development positions in the budget. Do we do we have to do this? I mean, or is this just an exercise of futility? Um, you know, that, that's okay, my question. That, that is uh, a, that, really a, that's question. a new job
0: that was that was never there before, Councilor Knight.
9: Right, just like many of the jobs we discussed earlier this evening um you know whether or not they're an incumbent in a position in two jobs two positions being merged into one that's still a new position that wasn't there before regardless of um you know what what the incumbent held before um, but with that being said i certainly support um you know the position of economic development director um it was something that we did include in the budget um so you know by that theory alone i guess uh we've already approved Approved it uh, per the chief of staff's legal opinion. Um, but at this point in time, Mr. President, um, I certainly feel comfortable uh, voting favorably for that position um, in terms of voting uh, the entire paper down. I think it does warrant further dialogue and discussion. Um, I think, you know, getting a copy of the organizational chart that outlines the annual salaries and stipends that individuals in certain positions receive and seeing um, where we can responsiv- responsibly um, merge functions and eliminate duplication of efforts might be uh, uh, something that is beneficial to everybody that's involved, um, our employees, taxpayers, in the council and the administration. Uh, So with that being said, um, I wouldn't rush to quell the paper. um, At this point in time, Um, I think that it does warrant warrant further discussion. It awaits a motion.
8: that's why we're here tonight, Mr. President. This is the the discussion end of it, right? Uh, And this has been going on for a long time. So I I appreciate uh, the fact of working together, but uh, I I don't see that happening at at this particular time. Um, I don't hear the administration coming out with any other recommendations other than what they offered. So I'm, I'm not quite sure, you know, by prolonging this, what it's going to accomplish, to be quite honest with you. But uh, if that's, uh, you know, the wishes of the council, then we'll take a vote on it, but.
4: Well, and to, and to address kind of the concern of the council that, that some of these issues weren't, weren't going to be addressed at the last meeting, I did, I did say that as part of the budget development process, we are very looking, we're looking very closely and as a very high priority to have a diversity and inclusion coordinator full-time be included within that office uh, to work under the diversity and HR directors, direct supervision, they work together and they're able to, to create programming and address issues as appropriate. Uh, that's a top priority to be included within this next budget, and it would only be the creation of a 0.5 FTE. Uh, so it, is, it makes a lot of sense to, to, for us to move in. That was always been the plan all along, but for the economic issues in FY21, that would have been already created, and already in effect, but we had to go with what we had. We, 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 this is working, again, this is working very well. That is the plan moving forward, and we think that'll work even better.
9: Once we get that in place, Dr. Um on, on that point, Mr. President, um, you know, we had a diversity director's position. It's uh, currently in a CAF. Uh, that CAF is structured uh, so that that individual is compensated at a department head rate. Um, if in fact we are going to be moving and restructuring and reorganizing government, then um, the compensation structure and plan would also have to be examined because we're paying somebody a department head rate who's no longer a department head. So I think that's something that's important for us to consider as well moving forward. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we can come up with a, a governmental structure that's going to work for everybody, accomplish all the goals um, that, that we share and our common interests and also um, potentially allow us to streamline government and also realize a cost savings. Um, so that's why, uh, that's the reason why I leave it on the, I'd request that we leave it on the table. Um, however, nothing precludes me as an individual counselor from bringing this measure forward and uh, requesting that a similar function be conducted in the future. So I'm not going to let that position hold up, um, You know what's going on this evening. If the council sees fit to uh, move forward on the papers, um, I certainly won't object. Councilor Bears.
6: Thank you, Mr. President. And, you know, kind of building off of what Councillor Knight said, uh, I do think it would behoove the administration to review the compensation and classification plan and perhaps as part of the budget process or at the same time as the budget process, uh, make sure that those, the new organizational chart and the existing compensation and classification plan uh, agree with each other.
0: Well, we have asked for an organizational chart twice and we've not received it.
2: In, in a, if I may, council president. Council Falco. Thank you. Uh, I asked for the organizational chart back in, I think, January when we first had our committee the whole on this topic and um, asked again for, uh, I think it's last week and, uh, you know, um, Chief of Staff Rodriguez, you know, you, you had mentioned that we can't see it until the budget. I mean, so I feel like we keep, to me, that's just kicking the can down the road even further And then we're going to get this whole issue mixed up into another budget process, which to me is just a disservice to everyone. Um, You know, I feel like we do have to make a decision here. Um, You know, would it be great to have an organizational chart? Yeah, we should. I would think that that should be literally something that could be emailed in like a couple of minutes. Um, I understand it could be changing. I understand that things change all the time, but there should always be some sort of a current organizational chart. And and that there, I I. You know, I, I, we should be able to get our hands on that. That should be something easy that can be sent to us that we should be able to look at with salaries. So, and if I, if I may, and I'm not sure, uh, it, so if, you know, if we wanted to do a complete, uh, you know, look at the, um, or if you wanted, the, if the administration was going to do a, a complete overhaul, or look at the cap structure, who would do that? Would that be the HR person?
4: It would be a team of folks. A team of folks would have to do that.
2: Yeah, I would imagine the HR person would be involved,
4: though. Oh, for sure. I would hope I,
2: they would be involved.
4: Of course, yeah. You, okay. you, I spend more time with Neil than I do with my wife, Thank so you. because of all the issues that pop up. It, it, it's, some, it's something that would happen with me, with HR, with, with Kim, uh, with the mayor directly, with other folks, just to make sure that we're, we're catching it all.
0: Chair it's a motion. What do you want to do? Does anybody want to make a motion?
9: Adjourn. <laughs> right. so
2: if, if I if I may, there there are, it seems like. Um, I guess we're at a stalemate. There's, there's some people that, some councils that want questions that still want to be answered, that want questions to be answered. And there's some that are ready to move forward. Am I correct in that, Mr. President? You are correct.
3: Yeah, Mr. President, if I could, I, I agree that there, you know, I'm not trying to harm the person in this position and echoing counselor bears that I would just want to know what would happen if this weren't approved. Is this becoming, because the administration is, seemingly acting on their own in this does this just become a non-binding vote or what's going to happen depending on our vote and that's what I need to have answered before I can make a decision
0: Kim can you give us an answer on that this evening Yeah.
5: can you I just need a little bit more clarity with respect to that decision. What would happen in terms of? So if this, if God.
0: In the event we were to deny this position, what yeah. happens? Would the person have to pay the money back? Or, or what, what is the next step?
5: That would be an executive decision that, that I don't have the discretion to, to if, the, if the mayor were to come to me and ask me to look into that, of course I would look into it. But that's an executive decision.
0: Councilmember,
3: thank President. you. So this essentially just becomes a non-binding vote at this point, where the 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 administration is going to do what the administration is going to do, and it really doesn't matter how we vote. Is is, is the message I feel like I'm getting?
0: Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I think
9: that's the message we're all getting. Okay, uh, Councilor Knight, uh, Mr. just per- Mr. President. Um, I think that there's one major component. That, uh, <laughs> And that's um, Massachusetts municipal finance law and what requirements are incumbent upon the administration in that regard. Um, You know, so it might be interesting to see what the city auditor's position is on this in terms of um, whether or not this would mean that there was an overpayment of wages to an individual, because I mean, ultimately this is, these are tax dollars, right? So they need to be accounted for and they need to be accounted for properly. Um, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody be harmed, you know, financially, you know, because of this, it's uh, in in a political issue that is going to, you know, that that could turn harmful to people. And I don't think that's proper. Um, What I do think is that, you know, we need to take a look at it because there has to be some sort of remedy. Um, What that remedy is, I'm not sure. Um, But we need to look at it because when we all became elected officials, we all took oaths and that oath said that we were going to, you know, do our best to uphold the ordinances of the community. And we have ordinances that are in place and we have an opinion that says that we might be um, derelict in our duties at this point in time and we need to address it. Um, You know, I don't think this is uh, an adversarial situation. I think it's something that's incumbent upon all us to address as, you know, the council being the financial watchdog for the community and the administration being the um, individuals that are responsible and empowered to uh, make financial decisions um, in terms of, you know, when and where they want to spend their money. And, uh, you know, if council approves a budget um, and we have some questions and concerns about the compensation plans going forward, I think it does warrant um, at least at the very least, um, a little bit of a review from a, a city auditor in terms of compliance with municipal
2: finance law. To President? If, if I could clarify, I mean, I just want to make certain that this has nothing to do with the person that's in that position. So I just want to make that clear. It has nothing to do with that. Um, I just want to make sure we're doing things the right way And, um, you know, I agree with the opinion opinion that was given to us from the city solicitor. Um, You know, if if there are counselors on the call that, you know, need to get questions answered, um, you know, the way I look at it is, if there are outstanding questions that need to be answered um, that come from the council, I'm fine with that, but I want to see this issue get resolved sooner than later. I, I don't want this to spill into the budget season. I don't think that helps anyone um, if we had a meeting t- like a week from tonight, I'm fine with that. I mean, I mean, I want to make sure we get this resolved ASAP and, and I think it should be resolved as soon as possible. I mean, it's, this has gone on long enough. And uh, you know, an opinion from the uh, auditor is not, not a bad thing. And we, we I mean, I um, I'm okay with that. And um, you know, I, I, um but you know, I'm not sure how my colleagues feel about that, but um Well, um, we have Alicia Nunley-Benjamin on
0: the call. Uh, Do you have any opinion in this, Alicia? Mr. Clerk, if you can unmute uh, Alicia Nunley.
7: Um, It would be my opinion that first it was passed through the budget, so that's why it was paid. Um, If you voted not to put it, not to merge it, to not pay it as is, and I got a copy of that vote, I would then have to, again, seek legal, but I would have to follow the fact and say, this is not voted, this has been voted down. How do I proceed? And I think as Kim has stated, it would be an executive decision on whether or not that person pays the money back. But as a auditor, I would have to enforce that. You voted that that cannot be combined and I'd have to get a legal opinion. I have to follow what you vote. So if you vote and I get something, I get a paper from the clerk, I would have to seek additional legal because it is a paper. It's saying that now what I thought was legal, which was what was voted in the budget, I'm getting a paper that's opposite of that. How do I proceed legally with mass general law?
0: Thank you. Thank you, you, Alicia. Thank you. Councilor Marks,
8: uh, j- just for clarification, because um, you know we're hearing a lot about what was voted in the last budget. Uh, can someone clarify what was in the last budget that discussed the merging of these two positions and the dollar amount that was in the budget for these uh, for this merging? Can, can someone discuss that?
7: Sure. Um, through the chair to uh, Councilor Marks. I'm at the bottom of each budget sheet, there's a breakdown of each of the positions and in the breakdown of the positions, it has the position and then it has the amounts with the CAF and grades. So at that point, if you disagreed with, let's say, uh, like you said, HR diversity, you do have cutting authority. You could have at that point said, you know what? We don't agree with that position being combined. We're going to cut that. Um, but it went through as approved so, wait, uh, but just, I also
8: just because so this varies from what I've understood in the past. You're saying we have line item authority to, to you cut. can you have authority to cut the budget? You have that authority. Ba- bottom so line authority. Bottom line budget, and we've been through this in the past. I think prior to your research. So just so you know, the council in the past has cut the budget, and, and in particular, we cut, uh, for instance, the uh, assistant DPW director position. Uh, some many years back, I'm not sure if you were on at the time and we let it be known it was that particular position and the then mayor decided to cut somewhere else and not cut the position that we requested. So I, I disagree that we have the authority to point out a particular cut. We can cut the bottom line of the budget but not uh, a particular cut. So I, I disagree with that. Secondly, um, if if it does require a vote of the council to change a calf or add to a calf, no matter what is put in the budget, the ordinance would supersede any budget that's set up. The city ordinance. So, if if indeed money was put in there for a particular, uh, you know, position, then the administration and yourself should realize that it also requires an amendment to the city ordinance, and that didn't happen. So, I, I don't agree that because it's in the budget, that then in fact makes it that. It was approved by the council.
7: Through the through the chair to um, Councilor Marks, I'm not disagreeing with you. I did advise that positions have to go through and be voted in addition to being in the budget. But as you are aware at the time, I got sick and we were rushing and trying to get the budget done on time during COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. And then those should have came before you as a paper, those positions, I'm not in disagreement with you about it coming before your body at all. I just want to. That right, but but what kind of worries me a little now is that I'm hearing. Well,
8: the council approved this in the budget, therefore uh, it's a done deal, or therefore uh, you have nothing other than to just approve the calf, and that's not the case. Um, you know, so I, I I just don't want people to believe because it was in the budget, because that's what I'm hearing. frankly from the city administration well it was in the budget we heard that last week it was in the budget therefore you approved it and and i don't i don't uh subscribe to that um and i think neither does the city solicitor so i I think the the question is how do we move forward now and uh, i'm not opposed to having another meeting on this i i just don't know uh what that's going to result in but i'm not opposed uh to getting questions answered
0: Well, um, I await your uh, your uh, motion on what we and we'll way to proceed next.
8: Mr. President, if I could.
0: Yeah, Councilor
8: Do we have any indication how long uh, this particular position has been paid
7: out of uh, the CAF?
0: Alicia, can you answer that question?
7: how long this how long uh the as of the i would have to go back to look but i i am assuming as of july 1.
0: last year
7: as of yeah the first day of the new budget yes
4: well yeah just just to to clarify it was later in the fall it was it was not it was not immediately after the fiscal year
8: and and why why would that be the case if indeed we passed the July budget for july 1st why, why would it be much later in the year?
4: It was just a catch up. We were catching up close of the year, working out, adjusting. We were making adjustments all over. This was just one of the later ones.
8: And what was the appropriation in the budget then for this position? I don't have my budget book with me. Did we, did we appropriate a full year? Yes. Right. So, so knowing that, why would we have appropriated a full year? If you knew the position wasn't going to take effect until, you know, several months into the year, why did we approve the full year?
4: Yeah, I mean that happens all the time when when, when new pre, when new positions are included within the budget, there is some lead time. They don't all take always take effect right on July one. So for a new position, the director of widgets, if it's in the budget and for a million dollars a year, it could take us six months to hire that person. It would still be a full year salary budget.
8: So so we don't have a ballpark how much was paid. What the difference is from the CAF thirteen to the CAF
4: nineteen? No, and, and to be clear, it would it would not just be a, a CAF thirteen. Um, the individual was also receiving several stipends um, that were that were bumping that number up. So, but, so
8: we don't have we don't have an indication whether it's two thousand or thirty thousand. We we have no indication. The difference the difference in the
4: delta in his salary between yeah. Yeah. one job to the other it should be zero. It should be exactly the same. It was. It was pretty much a merger. Maybe and maybe a modest increase because of other assigned duties but consistent we were, with the
8: budget. Dave, we were given the calf differences, and there were major differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you were at a step, what five in calf mm-hmm. thirteen compared to, and I think you mentioned. And correct me if I'm wrong. It was not a calf. Uh, it was in the step one on calf nineteen. It was greater than that. To me, there was a there was a, a major difference. And
4: you're saying there was no difference, because of the stipends that were also attached. So the total number of the total compensation number, and this is this is what this is what has happened over time is that stipends get layered on top of compensation packages. So it,
0: it confuses the number a little bit.
8: All right. So let's set the stipends aside.
0: Yep. Well, I, I can I, give you what we had last week, Council Max. Um. Cat. Fifteen. Uh at a step one was fifteen forty and it ranged as high as up to eighteen twelve in And yeah. And CAF nine, nineteen was nineteen hundred forty-four dollars and eighty cents, ranging all the way up to twenty two hundred seventy-four dollars and thirty-three cents.
8: Right. There's a there's a sizable difference.
0: Right.
2: If I if I may. Council Thank you, Mr. President, and, and Alicia, maybe you can help me out with this, I'm looking so I, I have my budget book right here. And, and I'm sure maybe you have yours as well. Like, so I see the budget and amount fiscal year 2020 is 61,060. I look at the fiscal year 2021 proposed for the Director of Human Diversity and Resources is 101,519 for an increase of 40,459. So is that is that one hundred and one thousand? Is that the step nineteen, the CAF nineteen salary? You know what? Let me pull. And if I'm correct, Mr. President, this is going from a cap thirteen. I think you said cap fifteen, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. So this is a cap thirteen, which is even a bigger jump. Right. I'll tell you
6: that. 1912 times 52 is $99,424. So that would be CAF 19 step one times 52 weeks.
8: we were told it wasn't a step one, if I'm not mistaken.
7: So yes, the so step one of CAF 19, that is correct, is the 101.519. And I'll check what the 61.06.0 is, give me one second.
8: Just for the record, I'm less um regarding the amount of money, to be quite honest with you, uh, paid for a particular role than yeah. merging of the two positions. So you know, to me, it's it's not as much the salary; it's more the uh the the merging of the positions. I know we're putting an emphasis on the money, but it's yes,
0: yeah. I am. I agree with Councilor Marks on that. Right. I'm on the
2: same page. I'm
0: on the same page. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Councilor Knight.
7: That 60, I just want to go through the, to the chair that 61,060 figure, I, it doesn't match the CAF because Director of Human Diversity at CAF 13, F1 CAF would be 73,429.98. So I'm not really sure where that 61,060 comes from.
8: Is that i No, I'm, I'm just looking at CAF
7: 13, Director yeah. of Human Diversity step one is 14, 12, 11. so if i take that times fifty two weeks i'm at seventy three four twenty nine ninety eight so i'm I am at 73 so i am i do not know where that sixty one oh six zero came from that might be an error
9: so it's somewhere between twenty five and forty thousand dollars that we're talking about um Either way, no, um, I was just um, on the same page as Councilor Falco. I happened to have my budget book handy, um, and I had those figures available. So I rest my case, Mr. President. I have nothing to add.
0: Uh, Kim, can I answer your question? Kim, can, can you produce uh, prior opinions pertaining to Council's approval of bottom line personnel and expenses by department in the past?
5: Sorry, can you repeat the question? Mr. I said, can,
0: you, can you get some prior opinions pertaining to council's approval of uh <clears throat> of bottom line personnel and ordinary expenses by departments?
5: I can search to see if I have any. Sure.
0: You could. Uh, that would be a uh, great. Appreciate that. Yep. So, do, uh, do we have a motion on the floor to vote or do we want to... It- I'll continue this meeting. We want to vote the position. Um, and Councilor Uh
6: Mr. President, I believe Councilor Knight is right that we did uh, vote to move the Economic Development Director yes. out of this committee. Um, I would move that we keep the paper in committee and adjourn until uh, a future meeting, and I agree with Councilor Falco. I would prefer that to be next week if possible.
0: Okay. Uh We have a motion on the floor by Councillor Bears that we move uh, the position uh, to approve the the, the the director of economic development, and that'll be seconded by Councillor Knight. I, I'm, I believe we voted on that last week. So my we motion voted on is that just. Last week? Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. yeah, my motion is just to keep this paper in committee uh, and adjourn. Okay, Mr.
0: So, President, uh Councillor Morrell.
3: I don't know if it was put in the form of the motion, but I'm just curious if the, the city clerk has uh, Vice President Knight's uh, request about this, the city auditor opinion as far as Mass Municipal Finance law, because that's what, that's my concern.
1: Uh, I have not written into the report that he's, that he's, uh, he's asking questions about Mass Municipal Finance law. I don't have it as a formal question, but his audio was going in and out during this. I, I do have, I do have it in the report that he's, he, he wants information on that. I don't have it as a formal question.
3: Okay, would we would that be asked, or it needs to be put in the form of a, a, a motion to be asked?
1: I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can send the paper to the uh, to the uh, finance director, the chief financial officer, if you'd like, if you'd like to do that, and that would get the that would get it started. But I'm going to defer to the council on that.
7: Through the chair, if you don't mind, I can read uh, Mass General Law. Chapter 44, Section 33A, Salary Provisions, Budget Requirements and Limitations. The annual budget shall include some sufficient to pay the salaries of officers and employees fixed by law or by ordinance, notwithstanding any contrary provision of any city charter. No ordinance providing for an increase in the salaries or wages of municipal officers and employees shall be enacted except by two thirds vote of the city council, nor unless it's to be operative for more than three months during the calendar year in which it is passed. No new position shall be created or increased in rate made by ordinance vote or appointment during the financial year subsequent to the submission of the annual budget, unless provision thereof, excuse me, therefore has been made by means of a supplemental appropriation. No ordinance vote or appointment creating a new position in any year in which a municipal election is held shall be valid and effective unless that ordinance vote or appointment is operative for more than three months During said municipal election year.
2: If I may, we should. Where are you reading that from?
7: Uh, Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 44, Section 33A.
2: Thank you.
0: Okay. Kim, uh, if I could ask you for one more thing, uh, can you do you have copies of the personal action forms for these positions, Mr. Clark? If you can unmute, unmute the okay, solicitor. Yep. Kim.
5: Yes, I I could obtain them. I don't have them if personally. If you, if, the you have, if you could
0: add if you could add them for the next meeting, that would be appreciated so uh okay so we uh, we have a motion on the floor by council uh, should
9: oh, yeah. we, uh there, Mr. President, um, along with the personnel action forms if we could also uh request sorry, the, request. Appointment, the, the appointment letters oh, you,
0: you, you broke up counsel, and i can you repeat that
9: um along with the personnel action forms uh, that go to payroll uh could we also get copies of the appointment letters from the administration as to when these individuals were appointed usually uh when you get appointed to a position, you get an appointment letter, then you take an oath, and then uh, you go from there.
0: did did you get that?
1: I got that. Yep.
0: Okay. All right. So um, any further questions? President. Councilor Box.
8: If Mox. we could, if we can get just a little more detail on when this position started out of grade. And uh, I realized the city administration said there's no difference. From grade thirteen to nineteen, so the salary has not increased. But uh, I would like that in writing, Mr. President. So, if
4: well, you clarify, that's that's not what I said. <laughs> okay. I said the total compensation package was roughly the same.
8: The total compensation package. Yep. Okay. And, and what would that include? The total compensation package.
4: Additional stipends on top of regular salary.
8: Right. So stipends are are, are already outside of regular um, pay, correct? Correct. So, so why, why are we including stipends? Why, well, the discussion is not around stipends. It's around a salary. But it's an apples to
4: apples comparison about what the-, what right. the I'm
8: not, I'm not concerned about stipends. I'm not concerned about stipends. I'm concerned about looking salary to salary comparison.
4: Well, again, I just clarifying what my remark was, I did not say that CAF 13 and CAF 19 were the same.
8: Oh, well, that's the question I asked. That's the, I didn't ask anything about uh, stipends.
4: Yeah, to, to be clear, they are not the same.
8: Okay, so I'd like to know the difference because clearly, uh, the administration has been unable to tell me tonight, when it started and what the difference is. And we've been discussing this for a period of time now. So I'm not sure why that wouldn't be at someone's fingertips. But that would be helpful information, uh, Mr. President, uh, to have uh, in, in discussions. All
0: right, any further questions? Any further questions? No, uh, Councilor Bears has a motion on the floor to to table this to um, uh, to another committee at the whole meeting as soon as possible. Second and by? Second. Second and by Councilor Morrell. Uh, um, Kim, you have everyone's
2: questions? Do we want the clerk to read back the questions?
0: Kim, you want to read back the questions before we adjourn to make sure we have them all?
2: yeah I have to start I have
1: to start at the very
5: beginning of the report hang on mr. president if I may the questions that were posed to me were uh, uh, um, by president Caviello uh, to for the city solicitor to look into prior opinions regarding the uh, council's approval of city budgets
0: bottom line personnel and ordinary expenses by departments
5: a copy of the um personnel action forms and appointment letters
0: right did i uh, did i miss any did i miss any questions for the solicitor before we address
2: i I just want to make sure that the clerk has all the questions that were asked i know uh there were numerous questions i have
1: them i have them all written into the report i don't have them in the form i have them as i have them as you all asked them
2: okay um
8: all right. put, put them in the form of a motion, then, uh, on behalf of the council.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Clerk, said we can make that in the form of a motion, if council Mox, you want to make that motion?
8: It can be made by anyone, and whoever wants to second it. I'm, uh, whoever wants to make it.
6: Okay. I would be ha- happy to amend my motion to keep the paper in committee and report out all questions asked by the council okay, to the relevant city, of- uh, city officers. Hang on. Yeah.
1: so here's what i have i'm going to read it back council bears moved to keep the paper in committee the whole to schedule another meeting as soon as possible and to report out all questions asked by the council and i have a second from council morrell is that accurate
0: Yes. Okay. Um, on the motion by Councilor Bears. Seconded by Councilor Morrell. Mr. Clerk, uh, please call the roll. Councilor Bears. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes.
1: Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morrell.
0: Yes. Councilor Scarpelli is absent. President Carabiello. Yes. 6 in for one absent. Motion passes. Uh, do we have a motion to adjourn? So moved. So moved. Uh, on the motion uh, on the move by C- Councilor Bears. Seconded by who th- I who had that second. Councilor Knight, I believe. Councilor and seconded by Councilor Knight. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll.
1: Councilor Bears. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor morell Yes. Councilor Scarpelli is absent. President Caraviello.
0: Yes, yeah, 16 affirmative one absent motion passes meeting is adjourned I will uh, I will check the, for the next available date um, we do have some uh, community of the holes coming up uh, on uh, next week um, that you'll be getting uh, but I think Tuesday may be open um, and I will, I will I will I will I will let the collect know uh, within the next 10 minutes so we can get it on the agenda
8: next but, week for next week, all right? For
0: next week. Let me see it. I, th- I think Tuesday may be open.
8: Okay, excellent.
0: Thank all you. right. Thank you.
8: Good night. Good night. All right.